Ramble. Hey guys, it's Alicia. I just wanted to come on here really quickly because halfway through recording this podcast, I realized I should probably um, put a trigger warning at the very beginning of this episode. Um, it doesn't get too crazy dark. I definitely just talk about anxiety pretty much the entire time um, and mental health and anything around that. So if that is a touchy subject for you, I totally, totally understand. Um, but I just definitely wanted to say that early on. So you guys are very full, like fully aware um, that I do talk about anxiety pretty much the entire time. Um, but hopefully it helps and, uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear it, but again, just wanted to let you guys know, enjoy the pod. Hey guys, and welcome to Alicia's very first solo episode on pretty basic. Okay. This feels so unbelievably weird. Um, I remember talking to Remy when she did her first solo podcast episode a few weeks ago and she was telling me she was nervous and she wasn't sure what she was going to talk about and didn't know if she'd have enough stuff to talk about and I remember telling her oh my god you so got this it sounds so fun like whatever it'll be easy and here I am feeling the exact same way so bear with me this is my very first time ever recording a solo podcast and it's so funny because my all-time favorite podcasts are usually solo podcasts podcasters, like people who don't usually have guests, which is funny because my podcast has a guest, but I love having a guest um, myself because it's so cool just to bounce off ideas or even if one of us, you know, needs to kind of think of the next thing we're going to say. We, Rem and I have this thing, guys. We just know. You, you guys know the whole same page thing. We're always on the same freaking page. We, especially during live interviews or if we're doing a, a, a panel on stage, we just have to kind of give each other this look and we know that the other person needs them to take over the question or whatever. Like we're always just like mind reading with each other or whatever that is. Um, and now it feels weird to be here by myself, but I do have, um, Chloe and Rosie, although they are both sleeping. Um, those are our dogs if you didn't know. Um, so they're just chilling here. I'm just chilling here. I'm, I'm in my room. <laughs> um, and basically I just kind of wanted to be I wanted to be so real with you guys. And you guys know the podcast is where we are the most real, Rem and I. It's it's so weird how we never expected that to be the case because, you know, if you if you don't know, if you found us through Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, oh my God, she got it. <laughs> um, then hi, uh, both of us are YouTubers and we actually started YouTube way before we ever did this. I honestly never even thought I would have a podcast. Um, and here we are. <laughs> um so anyways, we both have our main channels and our vlog channels, and then our podcast was kind of the thing that we just randomly stumbled into, and yet I feel the most connection with you guys on this platform because I can just talk. I don't question what I'm looking like or if it's the perfect angle or if I'm stuttering as much. It kind of just feels like I'm talking to like a friend on the phone who's just not saying anything back, I guess. I don't know. Does that sound weird? Probably. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of just wanted to have like a real heart to heart check in moment. Um, and I would love for you guys, if anything in this podcast speaks to you or you just want, have feel the need that you'd like to like, let me know or share something with me. I would love to hear it. Like, please tweet me. My Twitter is at Alicia Marie, even Remy. I'm sure she'd love to hear it too. Or even just the podcast, um, Twitter or Instagram. Like I love reading DMS after our episodes go up and it's just so cool to see 
something that feels like it's not making a difference, but it's cool to like see your guys' DMs and see just like your feedback on stuff. Like we love reading the reviews on this podcast and we are blown away by how good it's doing and how much you guys love it and stuff. So please seriously, like if you like this, or even if you don't like it, like you can let me know. It will not hurt my feelings. I promise. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of wanted to, I don't know. I had this moment the other day where I realized how the world of Alicia Marie looks during this quarantine. And I say Alicia Marie, because if you actually know me in real life, I don't go by Alicia Marie. I only go by Alicia. So Alicia Marie, not like she's my alter ego, like, but like kind of, but like not, you know what I mean? Um, I just kind of had, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but I had this moment realizing how my life looks right now to a lot of people. And when the quarantine and the stay at home orders all first came out, I definitely felt this need to be a superhero and just pump out content like crazy. Like every single day I was going to have new content just so you know, I could, I felt like that was kind of my purpose at the time was to like bring entertainment for people. So they were okay. Um, and of course with entertainment comes fun videos and fun challenges and smiling and just like, you know, fun, like fun content. And I usually, I overall am like a very happy person, um, in general, but, um, I feel like I've just been lying to you guys. If I can be honest, not like everything has been fake because it genuinely hasn't, but I feel like I've just kind of come to this point right now where I owe it to you guys to kind of be a little more open because yeah, if you, even if you've watched every single one of my vlogs lately, you, you know, you're caught up with them, but I think it's important to notice the days that I'm not vlogging. Like what happens in Alicia's life when she doesn't vlog and what do those days look like? And we should talk about those because they're not all shopping hauls and unboxings and coffee and, you know, whatever. Honestly, like some days have been pretty freaking hard. Um, and I'm not going to go into everything in this podcast, but you know, there, there are things that I'm comfortable sharing and things that I'm not comfortable sharing, but like, honestly, I feel like I've been going through two really big things right now on top of everything that's going on. And I just want to remind everyone that you really just never know what someone's going through and to really reach out to your friends right now. Um, because you know, I've had a lot of friends text me being like, Oh, Oh, like, how are you? How are you doing? Um, and it's obvious everyone's just act like asking about, you know, the coronavirus and like all that stuff. And sometimes I get mad at myself because I'm always like, well, my, this is, here's the thing. This is my go-to response to that text, right? I'm sure you guys have gotten some too. I always say this. I always reply, Oh, I have nothing to complain about. And I hate that I do this. And Remy even talked about this on her solo episode and it actually made me happy that she did because I related to that so much. It's so hard. And we've always talked about that on this podcast too. When you compare your, your struggles with other people, like there's always going to be someone in the world who's like going through more than you, you know what I mean? But that still doesn't take away anything that you're going through. Like there's a lot of people who are getting broken up with right now. And going through a breakup is literally one of the hardest things in the world. Yes, we all go through it, but everyone, every, if you haven't had like that heartbreak, like you will, I'm just letting you know, like everyone come has that one heartbreak that just wrecks them. And I could not imagine going through my first like huge breakup during this time. And like, there are so many people going through like relationship problems or, um, family problems or financial problems. Like there's so many things. And I think it's just so important to, to not say what I keep saying to people that I have nothing to complain about because 
it's just freaking hard right now. I think as much as we're trying to be okay, we are, but, and we know we're going to get through it. And I don't know. I think that's just been something that I've really noticed that the life of Alicia Marie looks so glamorous and happy and that she looks like she's chilling in her freaking huge house and whatever and blah, 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 that any haters may say. So basically in this pod, I wanted to explain some things that I've learned um, about myself or just in general or things that I've learned recently that I'd love to share with you guys um, or even just learned about myself during this quarantine. Um, And some things I'm like, ooh, like that's insightful. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I feel like one of my blessings slash curse is being able to see both sides of situations. I don't know if it's just a personality thing or what, but I'm really good at knowing what the other side of the argument is gonna, like the other people, like what their argument will be. Like maybe honestly, Loki, I could have like a really huge great career with PR or something because I think it, it can be a strength, but also in my personal life, I feel like it's a weakness because I always do that thing and just say like, Oh, I have nothing to complain about. I'm fine, whatever. Um, and yeah, so I hate myself right now because I literally, I kid you not, I spent a solid hour trying to find this Twitter thread that I kept thinking would be so iconic if I found it because months ago when everything first started, there was this Twitter thread. I tweeted it out. I retweeted it. And I thought it was so freaking dope. Someone had tweeted, okay, y'all or okay, Twitter. I don't have enough money for therapy. Like everyone comment below what you've learned in yours or something like that. So it was someone just basically opening the floor for anyone to put in, um, input or like advice that they've learned through therapy for people who haven't, or for people who don't, have the money to go to therapy, like for them to learn from it too. And I thought that was so freaking cool. If you saw my retweet, awesome. I literally looked through my entire screenshots in my phone. I know I like liked it or like took a picture of it or whatever. So then I was realized, oh, maybe I didn't actually take photos. Maybe I just, I remember sending the link to our um, house group chat and then also to my mom. I went through both of those text messages. Yo, going back three months, two months, three months, I think three months, it was back in March took forever. (laughs) Did I find it? No. Then I realized, oh, maybe it's on Twitter. I remember I tweeted it. So then I go through all of my tweets on Twitter back three months, cannot find it. And then of course, towards the end, I'm like, Alicia, it's here somewhere, like one more scroll and you're going to find it. Couldn't find it. And then uh, the last one was I literally went through my Twitter likes. Did I find it? No, we never, we never found it. And I'm really sad because right now would be the time that I would read you some of that advice. Um, And I I don't remember any of it, honestly. So that's what I was going to do here. But I figured I could also just kind of teach you guys what I've been learning um, because your girl has been, as of now, I've kind of been going to therapy like two days a week. Well, I haven't been going. We've been doing, obviously, social distance, FaceTimes, and phone calls. Um, And trust me, we're going to get into that um, in a little bit. But yeah, so just here are some things that I've learned about myself during this quarantine, just in general, during the past few months, um, and some things I've also learned from therapy. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The number one thing, well, not the number one, but one of the biggest things I've learned was actually from um, a therapist that I was talking to. And she was telling me, we were just talking about a situation and she reminded me that no one can take away how you feel. I'm going to say it one more, one more time. <laughs> Literally no one in the world can take away from you how you're feeling right now in this moment. Like if I'm upset, right? Or if I'm super sad and I went downstairs and even if Ashley, my sister, couldn't understand why I was sad, even if she didn't get it and to her, she's like, wait, what? Like, why are you sad right now? She could never take away and look at me and say, Alicia, you don't feel sad right now. I'm like, no, trust me, I feel sad. Like right now in this moment, I feel sad. But she could never sit there and try to convince myself that I don't feel that way because feelings are something that no one else is feeling but you. So right now, however you feel right now listening to this, like there's literally no one in the world who can tell you that's not how you feel. And if someone is telling you that, that's definitely a toxic relationship. That's all I'm gonna say. If someone is trying to tell you like how you should feel. Um Toxic is a strong word. Maybe I shouldn't have used that. Forgive me, whatever. Um, And that really, really resonated with me. I loved that because again, freaking me, always replying to people, oh, I have nothing to complain about. It's fine. Like I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I'm not fine because I'm clearly needing to talk to someone. Um, That's been something that's been really cool because it kind of feels like something that's yours that no one can take away from you. And I don't know. I just felt like that was really dope. Um, And it's also really cool, if you guys know me, confrontation has not been my favorite um, thing ever in my life. I feel like it's been really hard just kind of speaking my mind with certain people, not even certain people, just people. (laughs) Um, And also when it comes to like past like friendships or whatever, I, I always just hated the idea of confrontation. And this whole idea helped me too, because instead of telling someone, why'd you do that? Like, let's say you have a fight with your friend or your boyfriend or whatever, and you're saying, why'd you do that? That can sometimes not get the answer you want when another way you can take it is like, well, how did you feel when you did that? Because again, no one can take away that feeling from that person. Sorry if this is getting confusing, but I thought that was a really cool way for me to even see how to go about asking questions with people. Because again, whether I can justify how someone feels or not, like that's how they feel. And I feel like that's such a good way for like communication or just things like that. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Was that rambly? Probably a little bit. Another thing that I've learned during this quarantine time is this is the time, the time right now of a little DTRing, you know, if you know what that phrase means, um, defining the relationship. You know, normally you hear that term when, you know, you and someone like each other and they're like, hey, I need to do a little DTRing. Like, are we friends? Are we not? But it kind of is true right now. I feel like there's a lot of couples who are quarantining together. Um, Also, even employers, like how an employer is treating their employees is, says a lot about their company, you know, like it's just such a weird time. So it's really interesting seeing how, um, you know, how employees are handling all this, how employers are handling it, or even, I think it's so freaking dope how even a lot of, um, 
apartment like complexes are giving people a break on rent right now or like they're trying to figure it out and everyone's just kind of pulling together and I think it's really cool you know whether you are a CEO of a company or um, it's just you and your friends it's like seeing how people kind of pull the weight and they're like reaching out to others and stuff and even like I said like it's the same as friendships right now like whether it's romantically or not like it kind of defines the relationship it's interesting seeing who reaches out to you and who doesn't during this time and I kind of just think right now a lot of people are figuring out who their real friends are and not that other people aren't their friends but you just see like during the hard times who's really there for you and I think it's it kind of sucks sometimes when you always thought someone was there and then right now it's like oh like shoot like I've only had like two people reach out to me. You know what I mean? Um, And granted, I will say, again, this is me defending the other side (laughs) because it's my thing that I do. Everyone's going through something. So maybe people are going through stuff and they're just not reaching out to you. Um, But again, friendships and relationships are always like two ways. So I think that's, that's even more of a sign to reach out to other people right now too. Like usually when people are super hurt and going through things, like they usually don't reach out as much. Um, So if it's a friendship or relationship that you actually care about, you should definitely hit them up, see how they're doing. Um, Because again, it's never just one way. And I don't know, I think right now it's just going to really like, it's it's cool to see who's really there for you right now and who's not. Um, Yeah, so just definitely like hit up people, like see if they're okay, especially if people are living alone right now. I feel so blessed to be able to be here with such awesome roommates. Like we... I could not be, I literally, literally could not be here without them. It's been crazy. And I know not everyone has that, um, awesome of a living situation right now, but definitely just reaching out to people. Okay. The next thing is getting through each day one at a time. That's literally everything for me right now. Um, I'm sure you guys know all those like freaking Tumblr quotes or like the verses about not stressing about tomorrow. Don't have anxiety, fear, don't fear the future, all of that stuff. Like all of those quotes just hit me so different right now. I think I've always heard them, but they never like stuck to me like this. Genuinely now not stressing about the future and not trying to freak out about like what's going to happen tomorrow or even in a week or a month or whatever. When is this whole thing going to be over? Like that has been such a lesson I'm learning right now of just living. I don't even want to say living in the moment because I always say that I've said that before, but just not being, I'm going to like anxious about tomorrow. Like that's, you always hear it. It sounds easier than it is. Um, and anyone for who like actually struggles with anxiety and all of that, you know, it's just, it's such so much easier said than done. People are always just like, oh, don't worry about it. And you're like, "Uh, what? Sorry. I wish I could. Like, I wish that was an option to just not worry about it, but that's not an option. I don't know if you guys have heard this before. I'm sure most of you have, but, um, I I remember reading that anxiety is future based and depression is focused more on the past and neither of those are in the present tense and that sounds not present tense as like grammatically correct but when you're anxious you're worried about something that's gonna happen in the future and you're worrying about that but that's not being in the present moment and I think that's something that like again I've heard and I've known and it's just been hitting me so different lately things I used I used to guys I used to never I always like knew I like could get anxious um I've never talked this openly about anxiety and stuff but I really just kind of learned a lot about myself during this time. Um, If you guys are aware of the Enneagram, I always have talked about it. Rim and I have talked about it. I am, it's a personality test. You can take it. It's, 
it's not that hard actually. They have like a longer version and a shorter version and there's basically nine types. So you fall into different categories, but I'm a type three, which is the overachiever, um, perfectionist type person makes sense with my workaholic tendencies. Um, and I never really paid attention to the number that I scored the second highest with, and that is a type six. And it's funny because I've never really questioned, I never ever looked into that because again, you take it, it gives you a score and it tells you what numbers you scored the highest on. So my number one score was for a three. The second number I scored highest on was a six. Now, if you don't, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with the Enneagram um, personality, everything, the type six is called the loyalist. And I've learned <laughs> everything just one day, like had a light bulb for me, Um Type sixes are extremely loyal people. Like they're with their friends, they're like ride or dies. They don't really have 30 friends, but they have a very close tight circle. And if you're allowed in their circle, you are freaking in for life. Like you are in. But if you leave that circle, if you know, if something happens like that, it is catastrophic to a type six because they let that person into their world and into their heart and their feelings so it's very like more few friends and if anyone relates to that oh my god don't worry that's okay like I genuinely used to be like wait I wish I was just a social butterfly and I trusted everyone because trust for me is huge like it's hard for me to trust people it's a really really hard thing um another thing about type six is they they struggle with fear (laughs) uncontrollably. (laughs) It's their biggest um, fear is fear. And um, a lot of sixes also do struggle with anxiety. And I was like, wow, that makes sense. Because I always would have liked to think that in a pandemic, Alicia Marie would be, you know, just the type three that she is and still like, you know, save the world. But here I am like being in fetal position in my bed, um, usually crying after like a breakdown or something. You know what I mean? Like that's how I've been handling this situation. And I would love to think that that's how I wouldn't handle it. But I've been, I don't know, like I said, I used to struggle with feeling anxious, but now it's just different. Like I've never been one to oh my God, have a headache and then think that I actually am like gonna die. Like I, I've always had friends who've struggled with it severely and it's just been, it's been so interesting. So like I said, I've been, I don't know. I feel like right now I've just learned that mental health over physical health is everything right now. And it's actually really hard for me to say that because if you've followed along with me and my fitness career (laughs) and all of that stuff, like fitness has been such a huge thing to me, but there's been days where I'm so exhausted when I wake up that like I know I'm like I can't I can't work out right now I can't even work right now like normally like you guys know me normally I'm like up at 6 a.m and being so productive and filming x amount of videos and blah 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 and then going to this and da 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 just go watch my old what like work week in my life like that was normal for me and I thrived off of it and I loved it and now there's days where I just don't even want to like get out of bed it's not even it's just, it's just weird. And I'm not my normal self right now. I even posted on Instagram, this quote that said, you're not yourself during a global pandemic. And I needed to see that because it, it's just such a good reminder for me. Cause I'm like, why am I being so hard on myself right now? Like Alicia, it's okay if you need to sleep in 
till 10. Like, it's okay if you like don't get your video done and your work deadlines do like what we're all going through right now is just so weird and unknown. And we've never done anything like this. Like it's hard. Like it is hard. Um, but yeah, I think overall, there's just a lot of things that I don't know. For instance, like I said, I've been in therapy like pretty much twice a week right now. And Oh my God, I feel so weird sharing this. And I, I would actually, honestly, I would love your guys's, um, thoughts or opinions on this. My therapist actually was wondering if I would be interested in seeing a psychiatrist. Um, obviously if you don't know the difference, um, pretty, I'm not going to say they do the same thing, but a psychiatrist can, um, prescribe you medication and stuff where a normal psychologist or therapist can't do that. Um, and that medication would be for anxiety. So that's something that I've never done before. And I'm like interested, but I know there's like side effects and everyone says different things about it. And I'm going to have to do a lot of research right now about it um, because I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's also weird because I f- it was kind of I was just telling um, the roommates this earlier tonight, but I it was almost kind of a relief hearing my therapist even mention that to me as like a, Hey, have you like considered this? Because I didn't bring it up and she was the one she's known me for years. And she was like, Hey, like this is an option if you want it, or if you want to like pursue that, I'm happy to give you a referral. And it was almost like a relief slash validating to be like, Oh, so this isn't in my head that like, I'm not just going crazy that like, this is normal right now, like everything. And I don't know. So I would love to hear anyone's like, if you've ever been on medication or anything. But yeah, that's just been something I've really been struggling with right now. And then again, I'll upload a vlog and I get mad at myself because I see Alicia Marie on the screen and I'm like, dang, like you're not using your platforms to like really talk about some real shit right now. Like I think this is the most vulnerable I've ever freaking been about it. And it's so hard and it's still something I'm trying to learn to do. And I feel like that would be some of my advice to anyone who's starting out YouTube is like, like be vulnerable. And it's the the reason why it's so hard for me is because for what, 12 years now that I've done it, I've conditioned myself to not be vulnerable. So I feel like now that I'm trying to let myself open up more now, it's just really hard. And this is what I meant about lying about everything because I'm not lying. Like when I film you know, once a week, that day that I film, I'm honestly, that's when I'm in a great mood and I feel like vlogging, but what happens the other six days in a week, you know what I mean? So I think it's just been something, I've just been feeling kind of guilty about it because I'm like, okay, I understand me wanting to entertain people by making content for them to enjoy to escape the world right now. But at the same time, I feel like I also owe it to kind of be open about stuff. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? 
maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I hope you guys were not coming here to listen to a very happy um, podcast today, but I have to say I do, it feels really good to talk about things. And that's the next thing I'm going to say. I've learned the number one thing that helps me whenever I have literally spiraling thoughts and I just have a breakdown is talking has helped me immensely. And I think it's also good to remember that you can go to different people to talk about different things. We've definitely talked about this on the podcast before, but again, it's different now. Um, For instance, there's definitely been days where I go and talk to my sister Ashley and she helps me calm down about something. Or there's other days where I know for a fact I want to talk to Taryn about it. Then there's other days where I want to talk to TK about things. And it's just so cool knowing that it's okay to talk to different people about different struggles you're going through or even happy, exciting things you're going through because that's just completely okay. And I think at first I used to feel guilty where I used to have a list. I used to almost like have my friends ranked of like, oh, well, like, like, this is the person I go to first and then this is the person I go to second or that's not how friendships or relationships should be. You should go to different people because you connect to them over different things. Um, so I think that's definitely been the number one thing I've learned. Just talking about things helps so much. Not, m- most of the time, half of the things I struggle with are just like random thoughts. A lot of them have to do with health. Um, one of the first underlying huge things I, I knew was the problem was I was so scared I would get sick with a freaking tendonitis or I would break my wrist or I would have headaches and migraines and or I'd have like a cold or something like that and I always knew even though it was fine if I needed to go to the doctor like I couldn't which I'm gonna take that stress away from anyone who never thought about that because let me tell you that's actually not an issue you can definitely go to the doctor right now but I had made it in my head that I wouldn't be able to go to the doctor because of the coronavirus and I would get it and blah 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 and whatever and it was so just like spiraling honestly like that's how it was so any little thing that would happen anything that I thought was a huge health problem if I had a migraine like my brain right away went to thinking I literally had like a tumor my mind would always go to the worst case scenarios about everything and I never used to be like that and again I was always just so like Alicia are you going crazy like what's going on but in that moment like when you're having a heart palpitation you literally feel like you're having a heart attack like it doesn't feel like you like oh my god like it's so crazy and I just like I remember coming to this moment thinking like oh my gosh am I going insane? Like, am I crazy? Is anyone else like this? Um, and, oh oh my God, all I'm going to say is again, talking about it has helped so much. Even hearing, um, things that Taryn and Ashley and TK have gone through and they're like, oh my God, I went through that exact same thing. And it just helps normalize it for you and to realize like, wow, this is actually sad. But I remember I was running outside, um, a few months ago or a month ago, um, after one of my worst weeks and I was running and I was still, I had all like a whole bunch of dizziness and vertigo, which I found out was from anxiety. Um, 
and I literally thought I had Meniere's disease, which is a huge um, disease in your ear that my dad actually had. So to my defense, justifiable of why I thought I might have it. Um, but it, it's a really nasty disease, basically. But um, yeah, I literally thought I had Meniere's disease. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be horrible. Um, and then I remember running and it hit me like I, this is the thing about me lately. I've been learning that it's always in waves like you, it's not like I've just been a crazy mess for like all these months. And that's why I'm able to film and vlog like normal because when I am in like feeling okay and de-stressed, that's when everything's fine. Um, but I was running and I did one of those like cheesy low key, like rom-com, like kind of jumped in the air while you're running. Like, yeah, yeah, that literally happened. I just, I was so happy because I was like, oh my gosh, it's just anxiety. And then I did this like happy little jump thing while I'm running. And then while two seconds later after I did that, the words just anxiety were like stamped in my head. I was like, Alicia, like that is so under like just it like that's sad how that's what it is, but that's not what it is. Like it is not just anxiety. And that was so hard for me because I was like, dang, like that's what I'm struggling with right now, but I don't know how to say it. But as again, if you've if you've dealt with it or struggled with it, it, it doesn't feel like just anxiety, but it sucks. Even one time, guys, I literally, one of my first experiences having heart palpitations, which if you don't know what that is, it just, it feels like your heart skips a beat because it basically does because um, it feels like a flutter or like it kind of like catches up to your regular heartbeat and it feels like you're having a heart attack. <laughs> This is so, oh my God, I'm so sorry if this is too much for you guys right now. Um, my first experience with that, I was like driving, right? This was months, months ago. I was driving in my car and experienced one, freaked out. I noticed my Apple watch that my heart rate went up like crazy. I drive myself to urgent care. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I literally thought I was going to die. Um, and I'm driving, I'm freaking out. I don't even know where the freaking closest urgent care was. So I'm like Googling it and I'm like trying to calm myself down while I'm driving. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I was like, Alicia, like you're fine. I literally thought I was about to have a heart attack. Um, and I finally get there and then guys, so rude. The nurse, apparently all the nurses or doctors were on their lunch break. I, I come into urgent care and tell them I felt like I was having heart problems. I don't know if this is legal. I feel like if someone comes into urgent care and says um, their heart is having issues, like they should have a doctor. Some There was no one. They're like, oh, they're on break. They'll be back in 30 minutes. I was like, what? I sit there. Clearly, I'm not dying. OK, because I was there. Right. And I'm, I'm talking to the front desk person, but I clearly was not OK. I sit there until they come back. OK, I actually think it was like 15 minutes. But either way, that was 15 minutes too long for me. So I'm sitting there and they finally can see me. I'm like, how was your lunch? How was it? Please tell me because I would love to know. Um, then, then, you know, they monitored me, they like checked my heart rate, all that stuff. They did the little test thing. And then, um, yeah, gen yeah, they're like, oh, don't worry. Like, it's probably just anxiety. And I was like, the words again, haunted me just anxiety. Then they asked me if I had too much caffeine. And that day, I'm not gonna lie, I did have a lot of caffeine. Um, but moral of the story, it is not just anxiety. And, Oh, man, it's a struggle. That's all I'm going to say. That is just a freaking struggle. Um, So yeah, I think biggest thing is I just kind of wanted to also leave you guys with some some stuff of like what's been helping me. Like I said, talking to people really help. Um, I talked to my therapist about this one and she totally like understood everything I was going through. And she said, okay, well, what do you do in that situation? Like, let's say you have a spiraling moment. Like, what do you actually tell yourself? And of course, my answer was, 
I don't know. Like, I just kind of deal with it until it's over and like hope it goes away. She's like, yeah, that we're going to fix that. So if you can't afford therapy, here's my advice. Um, she said in that moment, really question yourself and say, okay, what is true right now? What am I really afraid of? What's the worst thing that could happen? You know, for instance, what is true has actually helped me the most. Um, example. In the beginning of everything in this quarantine, I always thought I, I for instance, I, I sprained my my finger, right? And then that made it feel like I had tinnitus in my arm. My, of course, of course, this is my reaction. I thought for sure it was like the last video I'd ever be able to edit and I would never be able to work again a day in my life. And then I freaked out and I was like, I need to hire more people and more editors to, in, in case I can't ever edit again in my life. And in that moment, I should have been like, Alicia, we got to cut off the spiraling thoughts before it spirals. You know, we got to cut it off with thoughts that are true. And also low key speaking them out loud helps a ton. Okay. Another thing that I heard that actually has helped me so much for like questioning my own anxiety is from this book that I read. It's called Badass Ways to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks. It's by Geert. Oh, I cannot say that last name. Just look up Badass Ways to End Anxiety and Stop Panic Attacks. I, this is on page freaking 104. If anyone is interested, I literally whipped it out. I even have this highlighted. Like that's how much I like this book. Um, it said one of the best things to do is to question your anxiety and your thoughts. So if you have a thought and you normally, would spiral from it like stop it in its tracks question it and say hold up stop you know what bring it on I don't care and what it does guys this is insane so it kind of like startles your body because normally right like anxiety is a good thing if you think about it from back in the day, like years and years and years ago, if you were walking through a freaking forest and your head like your mind saw like something an orange blur in the distance and you like instantly knew it was a tiger you run right you don't sit there and think like that's anxiety like that's the good form of anxiety it's actually saved so many people over literally like the thousands and thousands of years that we've been here because that that fight or flight mode like helps you so much in instances like seeing a tiger in a forest right like back in the day if you were just like walking with your family or something or you're like your tribe or whatever if you saw a freaking orange blur you would run you wouldn't even question it and that's because of the adrenaline and everything in your body going on good anxiety right because it's saving you like that's what it does your body is freaking out and trying to save you from something such as a tiger right so then you don't have the conscious thoughts. Oh, that thing's orange. Wow, that really resembles a tiger. Oh my, oh my God, it's probably hungry. Wait, I should run, right? That's not how it happens. You just freaking run. Like you, you fucking get out of that area, right? Now, this book was basically saying nowadays, so like today, that tiger is not there, but your b body is literally reacting the exact same way. Like your body is hyperventilating. Your palms become sweaty. You feel like you need to leave. Like your body is telling you, stop. This isn't safe. We've been here before. This is scary. If you have a huge fear of flying, right? And you had a huge panic attack while you're like flying on an airplane or something. The next time you try to go on an airplane, your body is going to freak out thinking it's a tiger and is going to try to save you and say, no, 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 no. Don't go. Last time this was not fun. We did not like this. You need to get the hell out of here. We are not doing that again. Right? So what you can do is in that moment, obviously, if you, you know, you don't want to live in fear and just never fly again in your life because I don't know, you just don't want to do that. Um, you want to like stop it and say, okay, okay, okay. Well, like 
actually, hold on, stop. You know what? Bring it on. Like, I don't care. Show me what you've got. Make it worse. Make me feel bad. Um, make it as bad as, as it can get. I'm ready. Bring it on. Like that, what that does is it kind of like interrupts your body trying to like save you because your body goes, wait, wait, what? Like if you were actually in trouble, you wouldn't be telling me like, haha, that's funny. Bring it on. You know what I mean? Like that is something that I hope I explained that right. It actually made so much sense to me. So there's been times where even if I feel like I'm having a thought, I'll, I'll say like, hold on, like what? Like that's funny. And then like carry on and you almost like kind of trick it. And I genuinely have actually noticed that kind of help. Not all the time because every single time it's different. Um, but that's one tactic is like making it a light joke and be like, haha, that's hilarious. Or like, um, oh, like bring it on. Because again, you wouldn't be standing there to the tiger saying, bring it on, right? Like back in the day. Um, so your bot, it's just, it's weird. It like, it, it's, it's trippy. Um, but that's also been some, another like tactic or questions or things that I feel like um, have helped me when I'm actually in those like really, really spiraling moments of um, thoughts and stuff. I've been doing so much research and reading stuff, but there are neurons with in your brain, right? So when you think something repeatedly over and over and over again, it makes a pathway. But you got to get out of that pathway. You got to get out of that ditch. And a huge thing that helps is actually speaking the opposite out loud. So instead of thinking, oh my God, this is going to happen. I'm not going to be able to work. Oh my God, this is going to happen. I'm not going to be able to work. I'm not going to be able to work. And then, oh my God. And then it's just this huge spiral. I need to cut off that thought and think, okay, Alicia, you've had a trigger finger before. You, you've definitely like, if it is tendonitis, you just need to ice it, take a rest. It's okay. Maybe you should, you know, fix the way you're sitting when you're editing. Like you're going to be fine. You've had this before. Um, do you really think you're not going to be able to work again the rest of your life? Probably not. We'll deal with that tomorrow if that even is the case. But right now in the present, why don't we just relax, maybe put some ice on your wrist or whatever and see how you feel in the morning. Like normal Alicia would think that way. I'd be like, huh, my finger hurts. But no, Alicia during quarantine was literally looking for more employees to hire. That's basically what happened. Okay, wait. So like a better way to explain like the neurons and stuff. I, here, I am not a doctor. This is just from stuff that I've read. Um, but basically, whenever you like repeat a process in your mind, your mind obviously memorizes it because it's like, oh, this is important. Like why else would you need to know this so much? Why else would you practice it so frequently? Why else would you think this thought pattern so much unless you're trying to memorize it? Because it's probably not for fun that you're just constantly thinking the same thing over and over and over again. So what that does is it actually strengthens that pathway in your brain. So if you're constantly thinking about your fear of flying, that only strengthens that pathway in your brain, making it even harder. So literally every single time, it just makes it stronger and stronger and it makes it easier for you to become anxious just automatically. And that just shows how powerful our thoughts can be. Like when you're constantly talking down on yourself, you end up truly believing it. And that's why like, I think it's like there's 70 something thousand negative thoughts we all have a day. Guys, that's horrible. So it's so important to to really like speak out positive truths and um and even just thinking positively and stuff. And I know that sounds so freaking cliche, but sometimes the cliche things are like actually really helpful. Who would have thought? So yeah, the what is true question honestly has helped me so freaking, freaking much talking about it, journaling about it. Um, I'm a huge believer in therapy because it's helped me a lot. I think it's truly getting me through this. Um, and also just taking time. I feel like sleep has been something I really underestimated 
I think normally I need like nine hours of sleep. Right now, I feel like I've been needing 10 at least, which is crazy because that's so much sleep. But I think that's just how my body reacts um, from being up tight all day to where I just like really, really, really need sleep. So yeah, that has been the quickest Spark Notes version in a podcast of how Alicia has been feeling during this quarantine and stuff. Um, and just things that I've learned about myself and that I've learned. And I think, again, it's not like I've been like this every day 24-7 because obviously I've had some highs, but I think it's just been built up of me not talking about any of this kind of stuff that um, I really just kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it. And yeah, I just want to check in on you guys now. I just want to see how you guys are doing and not just your normal, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Or my normal response of, I don't have anything to complain about. I want both of us to be real when people ask us that. And I think it's okay to be more open about it. And just, I don't know. I just, I, I want people to talk about things because I think that's just helped me so much. So I don't know if this was interesting. I don't know, whatever. I really don't want anyone just to think that I'm um, <laughs> looking for sympathy or something. Um, but yeah, if I can leave with anything right now, I think I would mostly just say we're all going to get through this. Like we are going to get through this. It's going to be a little rough patch for a hot minute, but we've got this. Like we actually are. We're going to be okay. Um. Also, like if we can get through this, guys, like we can get through anything. <laughs> like That is all I'm saying. Um. And again, I'm really stressing the mental health over everything right now. Like if you need to go drive through Starbucks and get your favorite freaking coffee every single day until this is over, if that's what gets you through it, then do it. Like if social distancing with your friends with a glass of wine does it freaking do it like do whatever you have to do because by the end of this like we just need to make sure we're all okay mentally and human connection is a huge huge freaking part of life and everything and I think that's been the hardest thing for most people is you know like not being able to hug your parents or like see your friends or whatever so I don't know I don't know if this was interesting or whatsoever. Oh my God. But um, yeah, I love you guys so, so freaking much. And I hope that this helps you just feel validated with your feelings or if anything um, made you realize that you might need to check in on someone that you know. But yeah, I promise next week's episode will be so much more interesting or just so much more up upright, uplifting-ish. Um, but yeah, I love you guys so freaking much. Don't forget don't forget she's gonna do this and rock it to subscribe to this podcast pretty basic um don't forget to subscribe to us on google play spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts um send this to your friends and this to anyone you know who's been um struggling with anxiety and um yeah i love you guys so much and i'll talk to you next week love you bye